Our good friend Alan Spear is uh, joining us. Agape Flights does so much to transport yes. the mail and supplies missionaries need when they're living and working on the mission field and in places like Haiti, the Dominican Republic, right. and Bahamas, etc. And um, anyway, let's go ahead and talk about Hurricane Ian and mm. what happened. You guys are located in Venice. Walk us through what happened uh, as the hurricane made landfall. First of all, did you see any damage personally because of the hurricane? Not, not really. We, uh, my wife and I stayed here. We, uh, we shuttered up and, and had all of our windows. We had never been through that kind of a hurricane, both being from different places, but uh, we lost the screen on our lanai, but all around us, uh, my two neighbors, uh, our neighbors throughout the neighborhood lost, uh, pool cages, roofs, um, uh, just about everything. So I spent the first, and we had four feet of of water in the front of our neighborhood, so we couldn't get in or out. No, uh, um, what was amazing was we got power the next morning after the hurricane at 2 a.m., wow. and no one else in our whole subdivision had power. Is that right? uh, just our street back here, but it was an opportunity to be the church. Yes. It, it really was not to be at church, but to be the church. And uh, it was a good opportunity. We had services here in my home that Sunday morning with uh, many of our neighbors. And it was just a great opportunity uh, to to share with them. And, and I don't, I lost track of how many pool cages I helped tear down and how many, uh, how many uh, uh, trees we cut down and cleared, but I was grateful for the opportunity. And it was just one of those times where um, you could just love on your neighbor and, and make sure that everyone was okay. Mm. What a wonderful opportunity. Not, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, our hangar did not sustain any damage, which is amazing. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's uh, not I was too ask far about from that. the water. Yeah. Oh, we're right on the water, mm-hmm. and in the midfield, there were all the tea hangers were uh, destroyed along with multiple airplanes. But we right? evacuated the Embraer over to uh, Port St. Lucie. Some of our good friends over at MFI uh, housed our Embraer, but we had the new 406 that it was not airworthy. It was still weighing parts, and so I, I talked to our insurance, and they said, "Yeah, I'll leave it there." And, we battened down the hatches, and we we did not have one drop of water. Um, we lost a trash receptacle out in the front area where it covers our our big trash bin. But other than that, we had twenty trees down and and that sort of thing, but no damage to the hangar. So oh, very God very thankful. That. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because we've all been walking through these emotions. We're like, you know, thank you, Lord, for protecting us, our home, uh, for protecting our lives, all of this. And yet, uh, we we are like, oh, but Lord, these other people who have mm-hmm. lost so much and, uh, you know, had people that they love who lost their lives, perhaps, but then also there's the loss of property and all that that entails. It's, it's an odd situation to be in, but um, it, it's a matter of praise, but then it's a matter of prayer for those who need help and and then also being the hands and feet of Jesus. What are you seeing in terms of the local churches that are reaching out to to help people in your area? Have you really seen the the church at large come together? I we really have and and just so you know when we began to ask the question because 50 50% of the 
homes affected by Hurricane Ian in Cuba, uh, which had hit the western portion That's of Cuba, right. were completely destroyed. That's right. Were completely destroyed. And some of those dear people didn't even know it was coming. I had just been in Cuba. My wife had just returned from teaching for two weeks in Cuba. And many of those people didn't even know it was coming. Um, no one let them know. The government did not let them know. So it, it was really what? devastating. The loss so of the life. government did not let them know that the storm no. was on the way? No. And, and, and that's why people don't always understand in Cuba, you have basically two stations uh, that the normal everyday citizen can, can get, if, even if they have communication. So many of those people in the outlying areas, which Cuba is, is in really, really tough shape right now, worse shape that I've seen it in 30 years, even worse than the special period in the 90s. So yeah, I, I plead with your listeners to pray for Cuba. No fuel, no food, no, I, I have never seen Cubans eating out of the trash cans, but but they are because there's no protein, there's no meat, there's no uh, peanut butter, there's there's no eggs, there's no milk, there's nothing right now, and and uh, our hearts are are broken. But to answer your question, yes, and we began to ask the question, what what should we do in response to Ian? Because typically we answer these things when they happen in the Caribbean, but. We're not equipped to answer them in our backyard because we don't have tarping crews and muckhackers. And alongside us, you know, are our partners like God's Pit Crew. You've heard me mention them before. And Mercy Chefs and uh, Southern Baptist uh, Relief, Disaster Relief, and Eight Days of Hope and Convoy of Hope. And, boy, I began to see them working. And and so we're supporting. We're we're. If you go to our website, we're receiving funds for Hurricane Ian relief only to to give them to the other organizations like God's Pit Crew, Mercy Chefs. We've flown down um, blessing buckets through God's Pit Crew, but we're not we're not taking any donations for doing that. That's that's why we do. We fly airplanes and cargo and and transport things, and then we transported their workers back home to Danville this weekend so they could get, they've been here three weeks. They needed mm-hmm. some R&R and needed to see family. And then we'll fly them back on Saturday this week. Uh, so we've joined hands, especially with God's Pit Crew and with Mercy Chefs and uh, two wonderful organizations that have, um, one of them's there at Elevation Church in, uh, not Elevation, I'm sorry, uh, Next Level Church in Fort Myers. Right. And the yes. other is yes. Uh, Community of Life Church in Punta Gorda, and wonderful, wonderful organization. But so many people um, have come to Southwest Florida, and trust me, south of Venice, especially when you get down in Punta Gorda and and then Fort Myers Beach and Sanibel, uh, Placida, um, Pine Island, it is just devastating. It looks like Marsh Harbor did. In 2019, when Dorian hit, hmm. yeah, it, it's and still flooded in a lot of areas. Yeah. Still. Oh, um, the water, the water uh, was just. We thought we would get the water when, in fact, we got the wind. We here at our house, uh, we had sustained winds of over 140, 40 miles an hour. It sustained was sustained winds yeah. too. That's not sustained. just a gust. Yeah. That's a oh, no, man. no. Well, yeah, but, it was. It was. Uh, it was powerful. 
By the way, I just want everybody to know, I did post a link to agapeflights.com at Curtain Cape Mornings on the Facebook page. So you can click on that and uh, help them out as they help some of these other wonderful ministry organizations uh, as well. So that's that's really good stuff. All right. Well, Alan, when it comes to um, what the Lord has placed on your heart to share with us here this morning, um, mm. you know, what's, what's the fresh bread that you have for us today? Uh, what would you like well, to share? Yeah, as you all know, we we serve Haiti, Dominican Republic, uh, Bahamas on a weekly basis. And right now in Haiti, everything is, uh, as you know, uh, in turmoil politically. It's a mess. We we were able to fly Friday and Saturday only because our mission partners said, "Listen, the gangs and the protest have told us that you can fly Friday and Saturday and Sunday, but but don't come in Monday through Thursday because it's going to be." really, really volatile. And so um, as a result of our March 29th accident where they, they abducted our plane and and uh, burned it to the ground, you know, God gave us a new plane. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And we just want to continue to serve, uh, serve the people of Haiti, pray for the people of Haiti. God's opened up for me some opportunities to minister not only with mission partners there, but with government officials. And right now, they are so wide open for the gospel. I've, I've been able to see two of them come to know Christ as Lord and Savior now in the last few months. And, and I'm going to be going back over to, uh, to meet with them, but, but more importantly, to share the unconditional love of Jesus Christ. And so pray that doors will continue to, to open for that and that the, the unrest will cease and that, that somehow, someway, we could see Haiti come to Christ, and, and we could see the Caribbean come to Christ in a powerful way. Uh, and maybe that revival that I'm, I'm praying for would sweep across America mm. and, and would come to Florida. Uh, but really pray because these days of unrest are days of great opportunity for us, again, to be the church and to be light and salt and to love people with the agape love of Christ. So pray for us, please. Yes. Amen. We will, and we do. Alan, thank you so much for being with us. Many blessings to you. I'm sure we will be talking again soon, at least I hope so. Yes, thank you all. Kurt and Kate, you're a blessing, and uh, thank God for Moody Radio. What a blessing.